Warning: This podcast contains discussions of an adult nature and sometimes a graphic nature. It's not suitable for children. Strong language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, witches and witchlings. Park your broomsticks. Slip into something a little more comfortable. Grab your adult libations. Don't know what a libation is? Then you're probably not old enough to be here. Because we're about to enter... Witch Talk After Dark. Welcome to Witch Talk After Dark. I'm here with my co-host, Lacey. Say hi, Lacey. Hello. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about something really interesting, and this is actually something that came up in the media recently, so we wanted to jump on an opportunity to talk about it because both of us have had, had experiences with dolls. And this is that supposedly Annabelle escaped from the museum she was being kept in. So, Lacey, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I... I... I didn't know anything about it until somebody commented on a video that I had posted. And uh, so I looked into it, but um, Annabelle is a haunted doll that um, has a lot of uh, speculation around her. She, um, a lot of paranormal investigators have investigated her, but it was from the 1970s. And they say that the doll like behaved really strangely. and that it was inhabited by the spirit of this deceased girl named Annabelle. Um, The original Annabelle doll is a Raggedy Ann doll, and so the one that they have in the movie about her doesn't depict her likeness at all. I don't know if that's because they don't want it to, you know, um, Mm -hmm. too much symbolism. (laughs) I have no idea, but... um, yeah, so as far as like what happened with there her student nurses that were given the doll in 1970, that's what it was. And they tried to accept and nurture the spirit possessed doll, but the doll reportedly exhibited malicious and frightening behavior to the point where the doll was like moving and doing like just really creepy things. Oh, wait, I think I have seen this. Wasn't this where one nurse brought the doll home? Wasn't it at home that they had this doll and the one nurse kept it in her room and the other nurse started to notice that um, the doll would move, like would end up in different places? Yeah, and it's it's crazy because um, you've seen The Boy, right? The Boy. Yeah, have you seen The Boy? Uh-uh. It's about another doll. Um, oh. And that doll would move and stuff too. So sorry if people haven't seen the movie because it's going to give away a lot about the boy. But um, it turns out that it wasn't actually the doll. So um, it was the same situation. This this kid died. Um, The mother had a doll made in his likeness because she wasn't ready to accept that her son had passed away. And she continued to um, raise her child, but it was this doll and, uh, she would do everything with it. She would get, you know, give him baths and dress him in certain clothing and like, just treat him like he was a real little boy. Um, and anyways, it turns out that, 
you know, so they hire a nanny and everything to come and take care of this doll because they're getting old. They can't take care of the doll. Uh, so she comes in, she finds it to be really, really strange because she is being a nanny for this doll, which she wasn't, you know, made aware of before she got to the house. And, uh, and there's a, uh, was a huge list of what to do and what not to do. And if you piss the doll off, you know, it would be bad. Um, but the doll would move and it would like look at you. And she had like stuff in her room gone through and taken and it was just really crazy come to find out it wasn't even the doll it was the son was still alive living in the walls of the house and so he was like watching her and um the parents knew the whole entire time that he was still in the house he wore like this doll face I think he got burnt badly in a fire or something so they told everybody that he died and he hadn't so I, That's it's just, creepy as fuck. <laughs> it's so creepy. You'll have to watch the movie, but, um, now I don't want to, <laughs> right. So I don't want to watch it. No, <laughs> living in the walls. No. it's so crazy. Well, yeah. And so this guy, he gets like really attached to the nannies or whatever and ends up getting like obsessed with them. And, uh, this one, he is like particularly obsessed with, he tries to drag her into the walls with him and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it makes you wonder, is this doll really haunted? I know that there's been a lot of, you know, psychic mediums that have looked into her and, uh, you know, was it, is it something like that or was somebody messing with you? You know what I mean? You just never know. But, um, yeah, so it sounds, I, there's a lot of similarities <laughs> between so, the two. So I actually have a story that I found very interesting about a boy doll and it is, uh, Robert the doll. So in 1904, there was a young boy who was living with his parents in this beautiful Victorian home in Key West, Florida. And on the third floor, there was a play area for Robert to kind of play. Robert Otto was his name. Um, and Robert would play up there and do things up there. And nobody actually knows how Robert ended up getting the doll. There's some speculation that his mom brought him the doll. There's some speculation that his grandfather brought him the doll, uh, that a grandparent brought him the doll. And then some have said in the story that the housekeeper, who I believe they said was Jamaican, brought him the doll and that it was like a way for her to get back at the family is that she brought this haunted doll. Uh, most likely, I think the way that some of the historians have talked about it, I think his mom went away on a trip and got him the doll. So his mom really loved her son. Um, dad didn't, from what I can understand, dad didn't pay much attention to him. So he, he started to play with this doll. Well, then the mom started to notice some really weird activity Robert would, the boy, would do things and then he would blame Robert the doll. And Robert the doll was dressed to look just like him. And, and the mom started to notice that the boy would be having conversations in the attic and you could hear another person's voice. But when she would walk in, it would just be the boy and the doll. And the boy's behavior came, became more and more protective of this doll and a little bit more and more disturbing. So they actually removed the doll and they locked it away in the house. Well, then this boy grows up and he moves away and um, he's actually, he gets trained as an artist. And while he's traveling around and he's, you know, being this artist, he meets this woman who is a famous pianist. They get married, she decides to give up her career and she goes and lives with him. And they move into the house in Key West, Florida, where he grew up. And Robert the man now finds his doll. 
and starts acting very strangely. And the wife starts to notice that his behavior changes around the doll and bad things will happen and Robert will do things. Uh, the man will do things and he will continue to blame the doll. And it starts to create uh, turmoil in their relationship. And um, I don't remember how the story ends. I just know that Robert the doll survives and he's dressed in a little sailor uniform and he's actually kept in a museum. And people will often ask to see Robert the doll in this Key West Museum. And Robert has been known, if you badmouth Otto, I think this was with his mom or his wife, his wife, if you badmouth Otto, which is what Robert the man went by, then his face, Robert the doll's face would change. So people would actually see facial expressions change and the doll would move around the house and stuff like that. So this museum has kept him behind glass and a lot of people will come and ask to take pictures with him and they will say not so nice things to him or they will take a picture without asking his permission. And so if you go and like look up articles on this Key West Museum, you will find that the people who run this place will tell you that they hear footsteps in the attic all the time, um, that they will get letters from all over the world of people who came in and said not so nice things to Robert or decided they were going to take a picture with Robert the doll without asking permission. And then really bad things start to happen in their lives. And they send these apology letters like, in some YouTube videos, they've actually read out some of these apology letters of all of these things that have happened to these people, losing jobs, getting in car accidents, losing um, spouses, those types of things. And then just like, please help us. Like, you know, like, I'm really sorry about this. Please forgive me. Please reverse everything. And just, they can't because Robert isn't very uh, forgiving, it seems. So it's just interesting, this haunted doll. Right, that's so crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so I, uh, they actually covered Robert the Doll on an episode of uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved, and there's been other YouTube videos that have covered information on him. There's been several articles on him, and it's just, just like Annabelle, they, I think they went and did a BuzzFeed Unsolved video where they went and visited Annabelle the Doll as well. The museum. And, um, yeah, the museum. Um, so I don't know about our listeners, and you guys will have to tell us when we post this, but I have never really liked dolls. Uh, I liked Barbies, but the only way that I liked Barbies was I had a chest in my room and they got locked in the chest at night because even when I was little, I would see my dolls' heads move. I would see their eyes open and close without being moved. You know, the ones that, you know, you move them back and their eyes close and you move yes. them forward and their eyes open back up. They would move without being touched. Yeah, they would move without being touched. So I remember at one point I got the flu really, really bad. I was probably six or seven years old. And I asked my mom to take the dolls out of my room because they were staring at me. And that could have been delirium from the flu or whatever, but it was just like, I'm trying to heal here. And this thing keeps looking at me and it's freaking me out and I can't get, get away from it. Like, can you please, <laughs> yeah, can you please remove this doll? Um, and then even as an adult, I remember living with a person for a while. And um, at the time I was living on her couch and when she would go spend the night at her boyfriend's house, she would say, hey, you can have the bed. 
and I would take all the dolls that she had on her bed and they would be locked in the closet. Like there was no, <laughs> there was no dolls that were allowed to be near me. And to this day, um, I have poppets that I've made myself, but I do not have any like regular dolls. There are no dolls allowed in my house. It's not, that's a big no, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I was telling you, I wasn't a huge fan of dolls either when I was younger and my parents would always buy me a porcelain doll every single year for Christmas and I <laughs> always had to be like oh my gosh I love it but they were uh, they were just always creepy and they had them in my room in a curio cabinet in in the corner and it's just like oh my gosh and so I don't have any of them anymore but there was like so many different kinds like babies dressed like animals you know like bunnies and stuff like that and it was just like <laughs> and I, I hate clowns and there was clown dolls and Oh my God, we, we don't have any dolls in our house <laughs> either. <laughs> I am just, I just, I guess that's something, like I sense something about the fact that you're basically creating a vessel that something can essentially go into. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know, like how everybody else can like dolls. I had a grandparent who collected porcelain dolls and she bought me one. Right. And that was one of the dolls when I was seven that I was like, get her, get her out of the room. Like right. I can't, I can't have her in the room. It's just so creepy. It just, I just don't understand it. I just, if you like dolls, please tell us about it. Cause I, I would be interested and fascinated to know, but I feel like this is not an unusual thing. And I, I feel like dudes don't deal with it quite as much as the ladies do just because when we grow up, you know, especially you and I, we're in our 30s. So we grew up during a time where gender norms were the thing. You you got blue if you're a boy and pink if you were a girl, and you got, you know, toy soldiers if you're a boy, and you got dolls if you were a girl, and you taught how to change them. Yeah, you got you learned how to change them and stuff like that. And then boys were taught how to be rough and tumble. And so I always got dolls and I was like like regular dolls. I just did not like, I did, I wasn't one of those kids to carry them around and be like, Oh, this is my baby. Like, mm -mm, right. don't, nope. Don't want them. Don't want yeah, them. I think I had a cabbage patch doll that I liked when I was very young, but I wasn't really a huge Barbie fan. Um, <clears throat> I had a few, but not very many. I was more into like my little pony, you know, that was definitely my preference when I was playing with a toy. <laughs> Yeah, I liked My Little Pony, and I liked, like I said, I was okay with Barbies, but they had to be locked in a chest, mm -hmm. and it had to be locked because I, I believed that they could escape from the chest if I left it open. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't mind leaving all of my crap out, but the Barbies themselves were not left out. Yeah, yeah, lock them away. <laughs> yeah, lock them away. Like Annabelle. Like, <laughs> Even in a curio cabinet, like that's too easy to open. They could, it have yeah, to be locked. No lock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put something up it's against okay. it. <laughs> but yeah. 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 I mean, I'm all for a good spooky doll. Um, I wouldn't bring them into my home, you know, but like I do always find myself going to the doll section and like antique stores and stuff like that to look at them because you can you can definitely feel if they're off or not and um but bringing it home no I wouldn't bring it home <laughs> some some people do that and 
they actually collect haunted dolls. And I just don't understand why you would do that. I just can't connect with it. Like there's a lot of things that I could probably be like, okay, I could see it, but just collecting an actual haunted doll makes no sense to me. And I, I am not the person that I don't, I don't even think that I've even gone to look at the doll section and I avoid it in the antique shops because I'm like, I don't know what's attached to them. (laughs) I'm not having it attached to me. I'm not bringing any, you know, hitchhikers home. That's not happening. So I just kind of I'll do, you stay over there. I'll stay over here. I'm cool. <laughs> Thanks. And don't you guys go sending me no damn dolls either. Right. I'm not taking any dolls. <laughs> I don't care if it even Lock looks it like me. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. <laughs> Return to sender. I will bury it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. No. Did you get, did you get savvy or any of your girls dolls when they were little? Um, any of the Barbie dolls or baby dolls that they got, um, were normally from family members for gifts. I was more into buying them the monster high dolls. I did not have a problem Mm. buying monster high for obvious reasons, but, Mm -hmm. uh, they were, they were mostly into ponies as well, but I, that could have been my influence, you know, because I, you know, I had them watch stuff like that, but, um, they did watch the Barbie movies and one of the Barbie movies, they came out with the toys and one of them was a cat named Serafina. I think it's mm-hmm. her princess and the popper. And this fucking cat was, you know, animatronic. And it probably lasted in our house for a good two weeks before I ended up throwing it out because this motherfucker, <laughs> it was uh, motion activated, you know, so it would only come on when something was in the room, supposedly. Um, and the kids would be at school and this stupid thing would start talking. And I was like, nope, <laughs> I can't do it. I tried. I tried for them, but it ended up uh, donated. <laughs> I don't blame you if something kept turning on because toys do that too. Sometimes when their batteries start to die, they start mm-hmm. to turn on. And if you change their batteries and they still do it, yes. you're gone. Yep. Savvy had a Furby that kept doing that when we take the batteries out. Yep. <laughs> there's, there's stories, uh, I've seen people tell on like YouTube and I've seen them talk about it on social media where there was a doll that the child had gotten. And even after they took the batteries out, it kept saying things and doing things. And they were like, Nope, bye. Yeah. I'm getting rid of you. So in science, uh, this might be one of the reasons that Lacey and I don't like dolls. And there's something called the uncanny valley is hypothesized relationship between a degree of an object, object's resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to such an object. So valley uh, denotes a dip in a human observer's affinity for the replica, a relation that otherwise increases with the replica's human likeness. But in this study, and as they're starting to create AI, they found that if the AI looks too human, then we actually start to dislike it. So it's possible that these dolls started to look too real. And so we could actually perceive them as real. And then we had like a, a, a desire to separate ourselves from them um, so that you know, cause it was making us uncomfortable. So that's, that's a possibility too. Maybe not necessarily that our dolls were haunted or, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and walking around our room. Although I did have that. I, d- I did have those nightmares too, um, of things you could hear. Cause if it's real quiet in a room, you can hear somebody walk on a carpet 
you can hear the carpet underneath their feet. Mm -hmm. And I would hear footsteps on the carpet and I was terrified it was dolls, which is another reason that my Barbies were always locked up. Cause I was like, you bitches are staying right there. You're not walking on my carpet. None of that. <laughs> Toy Story, the original. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. The little girl says, you bitches stay in there. <laughs> I, I know you move. I know you move. Stay in your <laughs> fucking it. box. <laughs> well, and you know, it doesn't help that, um, like going off of what you said about just them being too real. I see faces and everything, uh, and everything in trees and like in walls and stuff. Like I always, if I look at something, I, I can usually pick out a face. <laughs> and so when you're picturing stuff like that and you just see faces all over the place and then you see these freaking dolls that do have faces and they're staring right at you, it's a little unnerving. <laughs> and for those of you who may follow us on TikTok, if you've ever seen a video where we're going, what is that? There's a possibility that the, what we're asking about is faces. Yes. <laughs> uh, some people guess that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a possibility. We're not confirming nor denying. It's a exactly. possibility it was faces. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a possibility it was nothing. Uh. <laughs> it's a possibility it was absolutely nothing. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, please tell us in the comments when we post on Instagram that this this particular episode is up and ready to go that, you know, you like or dislike dolls and why we would love to hear your stories and also share any stories about creepy dolls that you know of. We would like to look those up. I find them fascinating Yeah, that, you know, something possesses a doll for any reason. Uh, I guess it's one of those, like, you're just scared of something. So it fascinates you as long as it's at a distance. Like, I don't want to go visit the dolls. I don't want to go anywhere near them, but I'll read about them all day long. Right. So, um, and thank you so much for your support. We love you guys so much and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. We are so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Head on over to whatever platform you are on and give us a review. Share this episode with a fellow witch who you think might enjoy it. Or head on over to the Anchor app to let us know what you enjoyed, want to hear more of, or leave us an audio question that we can feature in future episodes. You can also continue the fun over at our Instagram at Witch Talk After Dark. Until next time, witches and witchlings, keep making magic.